guys, welcome to episode 66 of Inside the Cage. And after a few weeks, we're back, me and Mark. Um, don't worry, we're following the relative COVID-19 restrictions, doing the call over Skype. Um, how are you, big man? Are you, are you coping with coronavirus? I'm doing all right. I'm kind of dealing with it not too bad, as I say. It's just more, I like to go out and do things and buy things when I can't do it and it's doing my nothing. I've got a garden out there I need to sort and I cannot sort it and it's driving me mental. Yeah, you so, don't want one of the guys that queues up outside being q because no. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to order a few things online, but I'm not going to go and queue and be q and all that. If I can't get it, I can't get it. Do you know what I mean? So it's just no, it's not the end of the world. I don't know why people are doing this, queuing for Costa Coffee and... McDonald's, well, McDonald's is not open yet, but KFC and Burger King and all that. It's just madness, man. Absolute madness. It's mental, mate. It's, it's, it's a cheeseburger, it's a cup of coffee. I mean, I mean Jesus. We've all got kettles, haven't we? So, mate, a cup of coffee in the house. Yeah, I have How the bonus that I don't drink coffee. It's all good. That's true. How are you dealing with it? Obviously, you're still at work as such. Yeah, I'm working. I've worked harder than I've ever worked in my life, man. It's fucking mental. Well, it's just one of the things, one of the industries, man, key workers and all that. Why are you saying that? Because it makes me sound so pretentious, but uh, I'm working and that's it. I mean, I'm, I've got my work. You're a key worker because you're getting deliveries to people who can't get out to do things. I can only, but I don't like, I don't like, I don't know, I don't like this whole, I think key workers are people that are actual key workers, like your police, your fire, your ambulance, your NHS, all that stuff. I mean, working for a parcel company isn't a key worker. I people are ordering parcels and we're delivering stuff to the NHS and all that, but I mean, it's hardly key working, mate. I need to be working, so I suppose in that way you could say it's key working. But I think the people there needs to be like a a grade. I think your your proper key workers are your people who are saving lives every day and you know keeping would, people healthy. You know what I mean, but I wouldn't disagree with that. But obviously, it's just the way they've worded things and the way they've got things. Like like some I'm a key worker. What we're building, what we're doing, is not going to see the water for like three or four years. So I don't understand how I can be classed as a a key worker. But there we go. That's. Yeah. That's the government decision, so... Yeah, well, coping all right other than that, mate. The work, the, the work's hard. I'm, I'm working, like, almost, like, 12 or 11 hour days, man. It's brutal, but, hey, it is what it is. So, just get on with it, mate. That's true, man. That's so, true. That's all you can do. We've decided to... We've been quiet recently, guys, obviously, for obvious reasons. We've got lives and things are hard, and, you know, but technically we should have loads of spare time, but with the way I'm working and stuff, the thought I'd try to record shows has been difficult to motivate myself. Mark's expect... Well, Mark's expecting, but Mark's wife's due a baby in a few months, and it's just... Everything's just kind of came at once, and it's, it's held us back, but we felt there was no way in hell that we could miss doing a show for this card. This... I don't even know what to say. I'm actually speechless, mate. Like reading through it, it's it's ridiculous. There is a couple, is, a couple of wee gripes I've got, which I'll obviously bring up. You know me, I like a good moan, but there's always something for you moan at. Um, the way the way I looked at this, right, I know this is really really sad, and you really shouldn't look at it like this, right? But I looked at it on Wikipedia, and every single fighter except one has a Wikipedia page. That tells you alone how good this card is. That's exactly that's how I knew when I looked at Wikipedia and I seen oh my god there's literally what how many fights on this card um twelve no more than that thirteen no that's twelve you're right first twelve twelve so it's twelve fights twenty four fighters and only one fighter out of twenty four doesn't have a Wikipedia page now to be on Wikipedia you need to have a decent caliber and a be of a decent you know a decent level and I think that's amazing no disrespect meant to Jorgen De Castro by the way I must say no disrespect but. I just think it just shows you the class of the card, mate. 
Okay, Sydney's got a far better record than Greg Hardy. We know Greg Greg Hardy's got an NFL record, but as an MMA fighter, Jurgen De Castro surely should have won over Greg Hardy, but that's a different one. Yeah. Um, aye, what a card. I cannot wait. I'm absolutely buzzing for this. Buzzing for Saturday night. Don't usually stay up for a card that often, but I will be staying up for this because I just need to watch this. To have live sport back is just it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, not it's right. Well, not it's the right thing to do. It is absolutely brilliant, though. It's just so good to see some live sport. That's the hard part for me. The hard part is justifying it. Can if somebody asked me why did you set up moisture, can I justify it? And I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. It is what it is. It's there's no much. I enjoy the sport. The sport's on. The sport's live. It's it's what I want to watch. I'm going to watch it. Simple as that. I didn't. I didn't make the decision to put it on the telly. I didn't make the decision to hold it live. If it's on the telly, I'm going to watch it. Listen, if they were to put on, you know, Manchester, uh, Man used Man City the morning night just for the fuck it, just for a wee bounce game, live sport, I'd watch it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd well, watch actually, it. I've seen I've seen the memes of people going about going saying I'm never moaning about watching Brighton versus Chelsea at half five and it's all the afternoon ever again. I'm like, I definitely. Exactly. You'll never moan about watching any football, like, even if it's the shittiest no no in the middle of December and it's absolutely crap. You'd just be buzzing because you're watching sport, mate. I'm I miss the football so much. I miss going to the football every Saturday or every second Saturday. I never thought I'd miss it so much, but I genuinely do. So to have this back, it's a wee bit of normality and also hopefully it'll break up the long weekend because it's a bank holiday weekend in, 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 in the UK this weekend. So it's just been a bit manic, but yeah, this this card, mate, is... It's absolutely stacked from top start to finish. It's absolutely what a card. This is just immense. Well, the fact yeah. that Vicente Luque versus Nico Price is on the early prelims Free. That's a free fight, mate. On the or well, not free. Sorry, it's on the fight pass. But you know what I mean. It's not on. It's not on pay per view. That's that's what I guess. That's that's almost. I reckon that fight could headline like a fight night in you know Des Moines, Iowa, or something. So I mean, it could be one of those ones. Well, who did who did uh, thingy fight? I lucky what Thompson. I think if Lucky had beaten Thompson that night, then you're probably thinking he's maybe next fight maybe I could. Like a number one kind of contenders thing, do you know what I mean? He'd been involved in that kind of thing. So that shows you the calibre of the fighter that is in this fight. So right, he lost the fight against Wonderboy, but Wonderboy was immense that night. Mm. Do you know also the, the the kind of good thing about this? This is a this is a rematch. Nico Price and Vincent Lucky. They fought in 2017, um, and Price beat him So I think that this could be. A very interesting fight because your man Lucky would want to get the win back. He wants to try and get back because he was on a bit of a tear, mate. No, the Lucky bet price, mate. Oh, sorry, other way about. Sorry, mate. Aye, Lucky bet price. I forgot who I was looking at. <laughs> um, aye, price would desperate for. Mm. He would desperate to get that win back. So, aye, I have to part with Nico Price is no Nico Price is no mug, mate. He's a good fighter. Do you know what I mean? So very good fighter, mate. He's fucking yeah. mental. I love watching him. That's a good yeah. thing about it. Bit of a win-loss record over the last few, but aye, this is this this could be a class fight, and that's not that's not even the first fight on the card. That's the worst part of it. But even like Bryce Mitchell, Charles Rosa, man, I mean, come on, a oh, class fight, man. Bryce Mitchell, obviously, I'd love to see another one of his fucking submissions again, man. That'd be absolutely superb, man. Imagine seeing another twister. What a night that would be. The sec- oh, he's one of the only two twisters ever. Do you know what I mean? And he's on that. He's look at his record, twelve and all, man. Like it's legit. Um, Aye, and Charles Rosa was saying that like Bryce Mitchell, obviously young young talent, but Charles Rosa's been about a fair bit, and he's no mug. Do you know what I mean? He's had some good wins. He beat Bocknack, beat Manny Bermudez. You know, he's had some good wins. Um, one of his only three losses was to Yair Rodriguez. That's no, that's no slouch, man. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, definitely no, man. Um, 
I feel like oh, do you know what it is with this fight, this card, man? I feel as if the the matchups are all amazing. Like even if the fighters maybe aren't great, there's no mat, there's no fight on this that I think the matchup isn't class. Do you know well, what I mean? You say that, except maybe the main event. I was going to say Ryan Span Sam Alvey. I know it's first fight in the card. It's not usually a great fight in the card, but Span's only lost one of his last nine. I've just got a feeling that Alvey's just going to go night night here. I really do. It's weird though because like of his of his four last wins, right? His last four wins, he's a two two submissions, a win and a KO. So he's not knocking guys out that often. And plus, we know Sam Alvey can take a shot, mate. And people think Sam Alvey's pure mad old because he's a forty-seven phase. He's only thirty-three. He's the same age as Charles Rosa. So That's it's not true. as if Sam Alvey's you know old. I okay, Sam Alvey's in the the, the back of like two three pretty bad losses. Um, one of them he was absolutely raging about. Remember. Uh, was yeah, it the Jim Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get what you're saying. Ryan, Ryan Span should spark him out, but I don't know if it's necessarily a guarantee. No, that's true. But again, it'll be a great fight, as you say. Sam Alvey's an absolutely brilliant chin, so it's just it's just going to be absolutely superb, man. Galway, that's straight away. You could be talking just a normal fight night card there straight away. They can have three fights. Could usually be a main event and a top fight and a fight night. And they, uh, these three fights could easily be at the top of a fight night main card. That's the uh, best thing. And these are early prelims, mate. On the fight pass. That's reason enough to pay the six quid for the month. Those three fights. Brilliant, man. That's yeah, so, super. And you look at it and you go, right, who's opening up the prelims? Or oh, just Jackery. I know he's a bit done and a bit by it, but it's still fucking Jackery. Do you know what I mean? Still one of the best, you know, in his weight class to do the job. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I mean, you don't have 35 fights and eight losses if you're shite at this, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, fourth degree black belt I'm not a massive lover on because I think he was well I was annoyed because he was getting chances that maybe he shouldn't have got but he didn't actually get the title shot in the end but I mean you can't fault the guy if you look he's at a legend record, of the sport that's the thing he's an absolute legend before he fought like Whitaker um, in 2017 he was like 24 and 4 that's some record man like amazing so and his losses aren't been against bad people like Masasi Rockhold Whitaker you know, Yo Romero, Gastelum, these are all class fighters, do you know what I mean? It's not as if he's been beaten by wee shitey guys, so... No, I, I mean, I'm not a massive lover of Uriah Hall either, but Uriah looked a bit better last time, last time he was a couple of wins. He beat Antonio Carlos Jr., which was a good win for him. Um, beat Bevan Lewis as well. It's two decent wins. I mean, after getting knocked out by fucking Paolo Costa, you've got to come back, and this is having to come back a wee bit. You'll never I mean, be more like a top ten gatekeeper, I don't think, Raya Hall, but it'll no. be there or thereabouts. That's the thing, but if you look at if you look at the four losses he's had, right, since like his last his last four losses, Whitaker, Brunson, Masasi and Costa, three of those guys are three of the best middleweights in the world. Yeah, hundred percent. If if you rate Brunson, maybe four, I'm not a particular fan of Brunson, but <laughs> um if you rate Brunson but Masasi, you know, ex champ, Costa, potential future champ, future champ challenger anyway, and Whitaker's and well, a kind of a half ex champ. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I just I can't I can't believe a fight of that quality. Although I don't particularly like either guy, maybe these two guys maybe slightly over the hill. I think it's a class matchup again. As I said, I think as you said, other than Span Alvey, I think the rest of this is matched up fucking perfect, mate. It's just class, man. Um, do you want to go back to? We go back to tap. We go fucking Ferguson Gate Champ. We've got it there. We just got it there. Why again? No. Why again? I'm tap. Well, go for it. You go for it. Go for it. You feel you feel you want to chat about it, man. On you go. 
Well, you obviously don't seem that buzzed, but I think this is going to be one of the greatest fights we've ever seen in history. You genuinely really, believe that? Why not? No, I'm just asking if you believe me. I'm not saying no, I don't believe that. I think it's two guys that give their all every time they're in that octagon. 110% every single time. Two guys that don't easily get down. Mm-hmm. Two guys that have got a bad and They're very, very well-rounded. I just think it's going to be an absolutely unbelievable fight to watch. Mm. I don't. I think it'll be a class main event, but I think Ferguson's going to have him for his fucking breakfast, mate. I, don't get me wrong. Gaethje's think... nowhere near, nowhere near the level of Ferguson, mate. I do appreciate Gaethje's got hands, and I do appreciate he's got a bit of a wrestling background. Right, I get all that with Gaethje. He's a, he's a tough dude, but Ferguson's on another level, mate. Ferguson's on another level from everybody. I'm no doubting this will be a... I think Ferguson will probably finish him maybe late third, early fourth round. I think that's it'll be a finish. Well, not a bit of submission or a... It would just be a fucking Dr. Stoppage, that kind of thing. It'll be something like that. I think Ferguson will win the fight. But I've got a feeling for the 15, 20, 20, 20 minutes we watch this fight, I just think Gaethje's never going to look the same again. And Ferguson will be in for a tough night, but a night, a night that he will comfortably come through, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, he'll take some punishment as well. And it's, See the pressure on Ferguson, actually, when you think about this fight? The pressure that's on his shoulders. I don't think he'll feel the pressure. No. So there is pressure on his shoulders because he's putting up, for me, there's two massive fights left in this lightweight division for Tony Ferguson. And see if he loses this fight, he doesn't get any fights. Khabib disappears and McGregor disappears. Yeah. Well, see, see I, mean? I get that. I'm, I'm amazed Ferguson took the fight because, see, to be honest, he keeps moaning about he should be the champ and he should be fighting the champ. I know, obviously, he's got no choice. He can't he can't fight Khabib, that's fine. But see, if I was him, I'd have sat out, man. I'd be like, no, fuck that. I'm not fighting because doesn't he? He's been he, he should he should be having a title shot. He's jeopardising his title shot, as you say. But I honestly don't think Gage will be near him. I think the six and a half uh, six and a half inch reach advantage is enough to keep um, Gage away. Ferguson's too clever, mate. He's too wily. He's just I'm not a massive Ferguson fan. I actually probably prefer Gage, but there's just no way Gage's getting anything from this. Ferguson's going to mash him up like mash Totty, mate. I'm telling you. As I, as I said, I don't disagree with that, but I still think Tony will take some damage. I think it just be an epic fight to watch. I really do. I really hope it is. Like obviously, from a from a neutral point of view, I I want it to be you know Hooker Felder. That's what I want it to be. I want it to be you know um, fucking Zhang versus uh, JJ. That's I want it to be that. I want it to be class, mate. I want it to be amazing, and I hope I think it will be. But I just. You know, but I actually think this would be the biggest shock I've ever seen if Gaethje beat him. If I don't think he will, but you imagine if Gaethje beat him, I think that would genuinely be the biggest shock in MMA history. I think. I think I've got no doubt everybody will have their money on Tony Ferguson Saturday night, and I think everybody does believe that Tony Ferguson will win that fight. Probably even Dana White knows Tony Ferguson's winning that fight. This is this is a kind of a bone to Justin Gaethje. Look, I know you want a title fight. You're never really going to get it, but here, because if you sure. think you can prove, if you think you can prove you're going to can beat Khabib, then you need to get through Ferguson in the first place. So here's your fight. Yeah. Um, whereas for Ferguson, as you said, why is he taking the fight? I think the man just a fucking lunatic. We know he's a lunatic. He just wants to fight, and he just loves fucking fighting. And I love I the fucking man as well. I get that. I know why. I know why he took the fight, mate. I know why he took the fight. My argument was I just wouldn't have if it was me. But that's just because no. we're wired differently. We're totally. He just wants to fight. He was ready. Although, if you've seen the picture of the man, he looks ill. He always looks ill when he gets weighed in. Yeah, because he should be fighting at welterweight. That's why. Because he's a big guy. He's about six one or something like that. Six mm. foot. 
Yeah. He's a he's got a decent height on him, do you know what I mean? So there's no reason why he could not move up the welterweight. No doubt in any any reason he could not be a welterweight, but he's, he's actually the same height as Gaethje. Is he? 5'11". I thought he was tall, isn't um, We really should support him, because he's got like a Scottish granny or something. Ah, uh, no, is it no stepdad or something Scottish? Can't remember, I know he's got Ferguson for somewhere though. I think it's his stepdad's got a Scottish Ah, he's stepped as a Scottish American. Aye, so um, even though he's probably more Mexican than anything else, I'm taking him. And uh, there's no Scottish in him at all, but we'll take him. Uh, that'll do for us. Um, My only other thing I'd like to say, obviously this 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 will hopefully tie us into the next fight. This shouldn't be the main event for me. Yeah, why is that? I, I did wonder why an interim was a title fight and a normal title fight was near the main event. I didn't get that. I do get, like, see if you were just to say on paper, no titles, nothing. Ferguson Gaethje or Cejudo Cruz, what's the bigger fight? Every day of the week you're going to see Ferguson Gaethje, of course you are. I appreciate that, but Henry Cejudo's defending his title. And I just, I think it's a bit of a kick in the teeth to Henry Cejudo. I know there's an interim belt in the line, that's fine, that's what Dana White will say, it's because it's for a belt, but it's not a real belt. And I just, that's what kind of bugged me a wee bit. I was like, I th- that shouldn't, shouldn't be. I think it goes back to this thing. Remember I said about the disrespect, maybe it's something the lighter weight classes, like the 125s get and the 135s get. Because mm-hmm. back about it, it's a bit disrespectful for me. Yeah, as Henry Sudo is as much as I hate to be prick, he is a bantamweight champion. He is the champion of our division. Tony Ferguson just to get you. Um, yeah. even though it's an from title fight, they're not champions at any division. So Henry Sudo should be the headline event of this card even, without doubt. You've even got the fact that Dominic Cruz is arguably the best bantamweight UFC's ever had. So you've got a guy who in his division although maybe not a bigger name than Ferguson or a bigger name than Gaethje right now, overall, out of those four guys, who would you say was the biggest star overall in UFC? And it would be Dominic Cruz, maybe just edged by Ferguson. But I just think I just think it's a pure kick in the teeth, mate. I really do. I agree with you. I think Henry Henry doesn't care. Henry's getting to fight somebody, but um, I just I just think it's a bit shit, mate, to be brutally honest with you. I don't think there was a need for it. I kind of agree with, you, agree with that as well. I don't think it's kind of the right decision to do, but um, I suppose there's also an argument should this even be a fight well that was next on my list basically I had um, Cruz, does he deserve it Don Cruz, now again the answer to that question is 100% no right, for a start, you can't, you, there's no argument that Dominic Cruz deserves to be fighting Henry Sudo for the title, there isn't but because Dominic Cruz didn't drop his title because he was injured, he dropped the title because he got beat and then he got injured. So it's not even as if he's a an ex champ who lost his belt by default. He lost his belt because he got pumped by um, Cody. So I'm absolutely buzzing for this fight. By the way, just off the just to say, I think uh, a very fit, very ready Cejudo against a uh, a very unfit, perhaps not ready Dominic Cruz is an interesting thing. Um, but there's no way Dom Cruz deserves this man not a chance it was, no, the whole, I, it was the whole it was the whole Aldo argument Aldo didn't deserve it so why does Cruz deserve it um, it's Cruz doesn't he's been out of the game for about three and a, well, he's been out he's not fought for nearly three and a half years it's a really? long 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 time 30th of December 2016 was his last fight three and a half years ago it's such a long time he's had so many injuries through the times Um I think a lot of it was knee injuries, so his movement that he was known for, does he still have that movement after all these knee injuries? It was his last, his last one, he broke his hand, didn't he? Aye, but he said knee injuries through... I know, um, 
So, is he still the same fighter that he was four years ago? He got beat by a Cody Garbrandt at the time, who was, let's be honest, the best bantamweight in the world. He, he, he was absolutely superb at the time, Cody Garbrandt. He was full of confidence. He was buzzing. He was just, he was immense at that point. So, probably at the time, there was no, it wasn't the worst loss to Cody Garbrandt. It wasn't the best loss, but it wasn't the worst loss. And if he could have got himself fat again and came back within six, seven months, he possibly could have seen him beating Cody again for the title and winning his title back and still holding it these days, you never know. Yeah. But is he the same fighter? Who knows? Does he deserve a fight? Never in a million years. Is he the only other probably... Is there any MD else who probably would take the fight in this short notice? I'm surprised Cruz can, to be honest. I think probably the only other one who could have taken this fight in short notice is probably Sanhagen. Um, but I think the UFC probably think he's still a fight away from a title shot. Then he's certainly more deserving than... Um... Your man is the Cruz. Totally. Listen, I don't have an issue. I do have an issue with Cruz fighting for it, but at the end of the day, I'm more than happy than because I like I like Cruz. Um, I mean, you could have had somebody like Marlon Vera maybe fighting for it, but he's a wee bit far down the rankings and stuff like that. It's That's a difficult one. It's, it's trying to get somebody who has American base because obviously nobody can in, in the country need an American base and. There's only maybe, I think there's only like three or four Americans in the kind of top 15 of the bantamweight. I don't think there's a lot of Americans in that top 15, so you're going to struggle for a... Obviously, Cruz isn't even ranked, I don't think, anymore, so straight away you're, you're struggling to get him. Um, so it kind of could be a case of still like, well, we need a fighter, but he'll do. Yeah. Basically. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, so because obviously Aljo's in, injured, and I say there's no many... There's no many Code, I suppose. I, I get what you're saying. You know, there isn't many people there that you could fight. And I said, I, yeah, maybe that's the only choice for him. Maybe that, that was what they were given. Maybe Henry Sudo was like, I want to fight Dana. Well, here it is. This is it. This is who you're fighting. Okay, anybody. That's, that's fine. That. Let's do it. Nah, no, nothing. That's basically the options. And he's then right. Okay, we'll do that. He's, let's be honest. If, if Sudo can beat Cruz, that's a massive name to put on you. No matter what. You don't know what he's going to be like, Cruz, as we say, but it's a name to put on a resume. You could go out, look, I'd be Dominic Cruz. He's one of the best bantamweights in the world, do you know what I mean? One of the best bantamweights to ever fight, and I've beaten him. So for, for so who do I suppose you could maybe see the attraction of taking that fight and going and beating Dominic Cruz if he does that? So my question is then, who wins? What happens? Who, like, call it, like, is it like, too good for him? I think if Dominic Cruz is the Dominic Cruz of four years ago, I think he could take Sudo apart, piece him apart. Because even he's he, he, he quite good defence, takedown stuff like that as well, Cruz. So even Sahudo try to maybe get the takedowns at some point, maybe he couldn't get that. But there's no way Sahudo will be able to stand with Dominic Cruz and beat him that way. Um, I just can't get over how buzzing I am to actually finally see Dominic Cruz fight and be able to actually do a review of Dominic Cruz. I love Dominic Cruz. I love Dominic Cruz. So... I'm buzzing, man. I'm uh, really I can't. I can't. I can't wait for the fight. I really hope Dominic Cruz could do it because I think it could be one of the greatest comebacks of all time in any sport. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Come back I, after four years and so many injuries and win the title in your first fight back would be unbelievable. So his last, his last fight, he lost the title. So he's technically two title fights in a row. Yeah. Um, so, but what I will say is, I'll Dominic. I'll be Dominic Cruz in my heart, and I'll send Rizudo in my fucking bed and slap my back pocket. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that's probably true, mate. Yeah, definitely. I definitely so, can't see that. Um, what about the two big boys, the two heavyweights, uh, the men who are one fight away from the title, apparently? Maybe? Don't know. Who knows? 
Well, nobody knows because nobody knows what's happening in the title. But yeah, I, I guess the, this is like a kind of it's like a semi final. The, the other final, the other semi final hasn't happened yet. The other semi finals in Gareth Miocic versus Cormier, whoever wins that fights this guy for the belt. It's kind of essentially what it's looking at. Again, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not expecting much. I don't think Nganu offers much except big hands, um, as we've seen before. Um, Miocic lay on top of him for 15, 25 minutes and pumped him. So, I, I don't know. Sure. It's a good Murray, as for this fight, mm-hmm. one of those heavyweight fights, you go, I see if it's not over in two or three minutes. Yeah. It could be a 15-minute bore. Two guys, I think it could be two guys waiting for the other guy to throw that massive right hand. And they're too tentative. They're scared that they're going to get caught the other way. And I think it could be two guys who maybe hold back. A bit like the Ngannou fight. Who did he fight? I think it was Lewis. Big... Lewis. I think yeah. it could be similar. Nah. I thought I really do, man. See if it's not over quickly, I think it could be similar. I think I think I think Rosenstrike, right? Honestly, I think I think he's talking a good game by saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm I'm in the title fight." I genuinely think this guy is massively shocked at where the hell he is. He beat over him easily, and I think he's been a bit shocked by all of a sudden getting thrown into this. I think Rosenstrike's going to come out and try and knock Ngannou's head off, and I think I, I don't I don't see it being anything like Ngannou Lewis, mate. I really don't. I think it's a different Frank Ngannou as well. Ngannou in that fight was nowhere near mentally ready to fight again because obviously the Mochich thing scared him. He was so terrified of anybody can near him, even with a fist, which he shouldn't be scared of because you've seen what he done over him. He uh-huh. took over him's head off. But whereas I think he'll be a totally different animal. I think he'll see. I think it'll be like a looking down the the barrel of a gunman, like, like your target. I think he's literally going to. Yeah. I think both of the guys are going clashing it with the clash of the titans. I hope so, but they can only do that for so long, and that's my worry. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, if neither fighter knocks each other without within the first round, what are the next two rounds going to be like? Are we going to be waiting for that one big shot that? The two of them are kind of dancing about the ring. Not even dancing, moving about the ring. Well, we don't Waddling know. about the ring. Sure, after the Lewis fight, Nganu went away and fixed his cardio because he was far too heavy, it's especially against Mocic. Against Lewis, he didn't fix it. But in his last fight, Nganu looked amazing, mate. Nganu looked proper ripped. So I don't know if maybe Nganu's maybe fixed that problem, maybe fixed that problem for himself. I really hope so, mate, because it could be an absolute unbelievable fight, this. Well, I'm forgetting that Nganu's on a three-fight win streak as well, man. He's, he's KO'd. Three of the top, well, two of the best, probably one of the best ever, two of the best maybe ever, and Curtis Blades. So, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, the Curtis Blades one was ridiculous, and the Cain Velasquez one was ridiculous as well. All three first round knockouts. So, he's certainly not shy anymore. He's certainly not gun shy. So, I would be, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm quietly confident that this is going to be class. See, I think I'm, I'm a bit like, I, well, so you, the Ferguson Gaethje thing, I think I'm a bit of this being Gannou Rosenstrike. I'm going to start back kind of, I don't know, I think it could be a bit of a, a board fest, as I say, but you just don't know, man. I hope it's not. I hope to God yeah. that they go out. Somebody's lying on the floor, out cold, win three or four minutes after the both swung with 300 punches. I really hope that's the case. Like, but, remember, uh, who was that? Um, Santos versus Manua? Aye. That was class. Yeah, exactly. Something like that, man. Something. I hope it's like that, but I really don't know. Um, talking of, of Boarfests, um, the next fight is 100% guaranteed to not be that. <laughs> I, was, I was confused about you, but God, did I look at the card? What was he going to talk about? Mate, this, is... fi- 
this fight actually scares me. Like, I don't even think I want to watch this fight. This is going to be... You're talking about two guys going for it when Gannon knows it's like These two guys, I think you'd be as well tying them together by the waist and just letting them just swing. I genuinely believe there's no other way to do this. I think you just tie them together and a couple of feet apart and then just, right, guys, go for it and just swing. I, honestly, man... You know these two will go for the full 15 minutes and why? they'll take so many hits. Their faces have been an absolute riot. It'll be an unbelievable fight. And Calvin Katara won. Think so? Aye. Don't know why. Just got a feeling Calvin Katara might just win this one. Mm. Um, I think it depends what Jeremy turns up, because Jeremy's sometimes good and then sometimes crap. Like, I mean, against Yair Rodriguez, ah, I mean, we, we, it, was, it, was deci- it was a decision, but it was a close decision. It was tight. Um, okay, you beat by Zabit. You beat by Aldo. Aldo, oh, oh, Aldo, that was that body punch, wasn't it? Aye, I think so. Aye. That's, that still makes me sick thinking about that, man. Oof. That was um, like Aldo being back a wee bit with that punch when we said that. I tell you, I fucking held Aldo's back. That was a kind of an I mean, I think, Aldo type thing. I actually think, although losing to Yair Rodriguez, I think actually going a good solid 15 minutes with a very, very good, very, very hard Yair Rodriguez might actually potentially help Jeremy Stevens in this because Calvin Carter, as you say, will be able to go for 15 minutes, no bother. Um... Then again, you could say the same thing about Calvin going 15 minutes with Zabit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's just a class what a fight. fight. What a fucking fight, man. Can I, I literally can't it, pick. I literally, if I'm, going to, I'm just going to circle them both when we do our picks on Saturday or just not cross out them both because I just don't know. I can't, I can't pick. I think it's, as I said at the start, and I keep saying it and I keep repeating myself, right, but it's just good matchups. That's all it is. It's well, class matchups. Even the next fight, I know we don't like Greg Hardy, but him against Jorgen de Castro, it's just two guys who just want to... Swing. Swing. They'll swing for the houses, man. They'll absolutely fucking throw as many bombs as they can and just fucking try and pound each other in the next fucking week. It's just, again, this is why these fights, it'll either last two or three minutes or it'll last fucking full 15 because the two of them are just... I think it's, um, I think it's actually, again, the last fight, although Hardy lost... I think going 15 minutes with Volkov will have helped him massively because it'll, you know, it's showed that he can do what nobody thought he could. I mean, it wasn't close with Volkov. Volkov beat him, but it certainly wasn't embarrassing for him. Volkov, Volkov wasn't even very good, to be honest. No, exactly, that's what I'm saying. But maybe that's because Hardy didn't let him. You know, it could be more a fact that Hardy wasn't, you know, didn't didn't let him be good or didn't, you know, it was one of those weird ones we talked about it at the time. But I think it definitely showed Hardy better than it did Volkov, you know what I mean? Like Volkov didn't look great winning, whereas Hardy looked better losing. So I don't know. I gained a bit more respect for Hardy after that because he went toe to toe with one of the best, the top ten in the world, and you know held his own pretty much. For okay, he got beat, aye, but you know it wasn't as if it was embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, him against the Castro is yeah. I think for, it's a race. To, it's a race to the KO basically. I think. So let's be honest, I think you can say it's a good way to start a main card. It's a good way to kind of get everybody buzzing after yeah. straight away. Hopefully, we'll get something exciting out of that, man. Um, You've got the um, you, you, uh, one at uh, Justin Taffa versus Jorgen de Castro when we reviewed it back in October. You basically said this is a case of whoever knocks each other out first. It's basically 50 50, and I think essentially there might be a bit of that in this as well. I'd love to see a double knock it. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> at the start of Rocky 3 when they're in, the, they're in the ring oh no sorry the start of Rocky 4 even sorry or the end of Rocky 3 whatever it is when they go and punch each other at the same time in that class that'd be brilliant um, two legends 
Yeah. I have a wee issue with this. Um, and not so much the fight. Looking forward to the fight. Fight will be class. Can't wait for a fight. But that fight should be where Greg Hardy's fight is. I know you always say you need something to headline your prelims, and I get that, but Greg Hardy could headline that prelim. No problem. Well, see if you're sitting there, right, Saturday night, and, you've, and you're in America, because obviously we don't pay for the pay-per-views. So you're sitting in America, you've just watched Jack Ray, Raya Hall, Esparza, Watson, Verdum, Alenic, Cerrone and Pettis, and Cerrone and is absolutely epic. And you wonder really that asked for uh, the main event. If we're going to go, all right, fuck it, I'll, watch, I'll just get it tomorrow. I'll find it on YouTube or something like that, I'll get it tomorrow. See if you're up at whatever time it is in America, 9, 10 o'clock at night still, and that card's coming on and you've just watched Cerrone Pettis and you're fucking buzzing at your tits and adrenaline, you are booking the rest of that card. I think that's why that fight is on this. Yeah. This, is, this is a fight to get you to book your pay-per-view. I don't know if watching Greg Hardy, Jorgen De Castro, as good as it might be if just because somebody's going to get sparked the fuck out, will that buzz you enough to get you book the pay-per-view? But then, if you're if you're watching it, you're watching it for Ferguson Gaethje. You're not. You're watching it for the fights coming up. You're not just but watching it because you're throwing it at Pettis. But this is this because we're sitting here at this moment in time. There is no live sport on television. Yeah. The amount of people are sitting there going, "Fuck, it's a UFC event." I'm I've not really watched UFC in my life. I've seen snippets on Facebook stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, it's on BT Sport or it's on. Um, ESPN in America. Fuck it. I'll sit and watch the prelims. See what it's like. And then you just watch Cerrone versus Pettis, which I hope to God is as good as I've got made. Then think, you might just good. you might just pay that extra bit of money in America and go and book that pay per view if you enjoyed that fight so much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're looking for extra cash. People, there's, people have got extra money to spend right now. Let's be honest. You're not getting out. You're not good doing things. So yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm not convinced. But hey, listen. It is what it is. They're on that card, and as a class fight, mate, I'm buzzing. Two guys who love to like actually fight, like proper fight, man. It's going to be brilliant. Both lost uh, the last three as well, so it'll be interesting to see what the condition they're in and how they're doing. And um, I've got a feeling is this Pettis' last fight on his contract, his second last fight, maybe. I don't course. think Pet. I don't think Pettis has got much of a contract left, so this could possibly be his last fight in the UFC. Mm. Um, and obviously, interesting. Like while we're talking about Cerrone, what did you make of his comments about not being all there against McGregor? Well, we did kind of say at the time he was maybe a bit of a rabbit under the headlights. Even for him, as much as a massive star he is, to yeah. fight McGregor is just a totally different ball game. It's yeah. probably like a lot of bulk boxers, and maybe going against Canelo or they were going against Mayweather, even going against Tyson Fury. People are that man. It's the, the, the social thing of it and the media and there's so many different things about it will just be a totally level above what anything they've done before. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I th- it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case, that he wasn't a bit of rabbit in the headlights, to be honest. Yeah. I did kind of think that myself. I did kind of think, you know, it's it's a shame that he felt like that because I wonder if it had been different if he'd been in a better frame of mind, if it would have been, you know, if it would have been a better fight for him, maybe it would have went more his way, I don't know, but yeah, interesting. There's only, a, there's only a couple of fights left on this, um, and it feels like we've been rabbiting for ages, man, but... Um, I know we have. Really, scarily, and probably you're going to rip me to pieces for this, but one of my most buzzing fights for on this card is 
Alexi Lennig versus Fabrizio Verdum. And I hate to say this because all we've done the last three times Lennig has fought is said he should retire. But I'm really glad he didn't because <laughs> I think him versus Verdum is just fucking going to be class, man. I hope it's going to be class. Well, see, I think I think it will be class. I think it'll be class because I've got a feeling that Verdum might just come and absolutely destroy Alexi Lennig and actually retire him this time. Alenix, so. um, so that's what he's got to his game, that's all he's really got. He finishes people with submissions and stuff like that. Doesn't really much a stand up. But for Doom, far better Jiu Jitsu artist than fucking Alenix. As good as Alenix is, for Doom's still better. And for Doom's better standing up. Mm. I think for Doom is just a better fighter. Don't get me wrong, I think about class fights, even, even for me. It's two guys who are probably for rolling about the floor. They're trying to finish each other where they're rolling about the floor. And I like that. I don't mind that. That doesn't bother me at all. As long as people are looking for finishes. And I think possibly it could be a bit like that. And if it's not like that and Alenic decides to stand with Verdum, I think Verdum might just fucking smash them to pieces. Combined the age of 84, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Kind of anyway, I'm buzzing for that. Cool. There's not much to say about it to be on the fact that Verdum's a you know a world champion jiu-jitsu and Alexei Lennox are you know Alenix are you know Sambo you know world master or whatever. Exactly. Is it? I don't get me wrong, but he's just not in the same league as fucking the bitch with Verdum, man. We'll see. It's going to be class. Um, and like, yeah, I was going to say this. This uh, prelims is like a. We keep talking about getting like a veterans championship in the go. This is what this is fucking like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so even, even looking at the next fight, I'm amazed these two lassies have never fought each other before. So actually, I don't know. I thought I presumed they had fought at some point, but they've both uh, been fighting for so long in the UFC. I was like, these two must have fought because the strawweight, although recently has seen obviously it's got a bit bigger. Before that, it wasn't the biggest of, you know, um. It wasn't the biggest of the divisions, mate, but they've never they've never fought each other, which I find is amazing. It's weird, man. It definitely is a bit weird. I'm surprised at that myself, but um class fight, but the two it's are it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's kind of a wee bit weird. There's only one female fight on the card, though. I thought I thought that was a bit strange, but um yeah. it's a good fight, though. I'm buzzing for that as well, man. It's be good. It's just a class card all around. That's the thing. Just yeah. cannot wait for it. Yeah, man, me too. Well, cannot anyway. wait for Saturday night. That's us kind of been through. Obviously, there's a there's loads of stuff coming up which I guess we'll talk about just now um, we'll, quickly, we'll just quickly run through it there's, there isn't actually a lot of news as such because the news has all been basically fight announcements these days what's happening in the UFC um, like Sabellator and one championship they've basically cancelled everything for May I think they'll probably start back in June possibly if they get clearance yep. so Cage Warriors is fucking God knows where Cage Warriors is at this moment in time yeah. um, I think the only thing maybe would be that obviously um, Ireland cancelled Dublin Dublin's been cancelled mm-hmm. UFC Dublin was cancelled and, and UFC in Perth has been cancelled in June so that's probably all the other things I think that's been thingied I think I, I don't imagine there'll be any outside either A America or B Fight Island wherever the fuck Fight Island is you seen they're doing Fight Island t-shirts now by the way yeah but where is it? well I've, 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 got, I've got a feeling it's in the Pacific somewhere I mean, it's going to have to be accessible for people. I've got a feeling you might not see a lot of European fighters in the next six months. Yeah. I think they're looking at the Asian market, Australian market, Australasian market, that kind of neck of the woods. See, I, I kind of thought it might be Caribbean. I'd be surprised. I think 
it's getting an island there, I think. If you're on the Pacific Islands, it's maybe a wee bit easier to fucking buy an island because that's, 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 that's what UFC are probably went and done here. Yeah. If they've acquired an island, is the words we used, he's probably sent up a load. Here, go in there and buy some locals and take a fucking island off them. <laughs> um, but I don't know when Fight Island's going to start, but I cannot wait to see it because I, I just hope it's like a fucking octagon on a beach somewhere with a couple of camera crews around it because I think that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, well, let's wait and see, mate. Uh, right, so obviously we're 249 this Saturday coming up. Um, next Wednesday, yes, you heard that, Wednesday. Wednesday night, we have another UFC event. Um, Annie Smith will headline that against Glover Teixeira, Ben Rothwell, ASP, Alex Hernandez, Drew Dober, Ricky Simone versus Ray Borg, Carl Robson, Mark Vittori, Andre Orlovsky versus Philip Lins, Michael Johnson versus Tiger Moises, Sujara Eubanks versus Sarah Marash and Hunter Azure versus Brian Kelly. Some very, very good fights in there as well, man. A lot of these fights, I think, have been moved from fights yep. that are supposed to happen end of March, start of April. So it's good to see the UFC getting these people in there, getting them paid. Um, actually, there's been another couple announced. I think Chase Sermon's fighting on that and Gabriel Benitez is fighting on that as well. So, again, decent, good stack card, all for Jacksonville. Um, these three cards are next. Next three cards are all for Jacksonville, so obviously UFC have got their, their wee deal sorted with the arena there and stuff like that, and the, the Senate of Florida and got all these, all these things sorted out. Um, we could Saturday, we've got Alistair Overeem versus Walt Harris, Cote Gadelia versus Angela Hill, Dan Ige versus Edson Barboza, that's at Featherweight, obviously when we mentioned that Barboza stepped uh, went down to Featherweight, which is fucking weird. Yep. Uh, Anders Yoko... Sonia Dong versus Marlon Vera, and our fucking epic fight. Anthony Hernandez, Kevin Holland, a great fight as well. Mike Davis versus Chikadze, Courtney Casey versus Barella. Elkins is fighting, and then I'm not going to lie, the last two, I don't think I've ever heard of either of them. Rodrigo Nascimento and Don Tell Mize. Do you know, I learned something about Courtney Casey today. Do you know she's um, Dracar Close's missus? No, is she? Yeah. Nice. Dad know that. Dad know that. See not on. See not on Instagram. Weird. She's got a terrible record as well, man. Absolutely terrible. Um, but I. There's quite a lot coming up there in the next week. Obviously, what we'll do is we'll try and do a couple of shows to review and preview a couple of them at the same time. Um, tonight was just about previewing the big card at the weekend. We'll maybe try and do one Monday and try and re- review. No preview. <laughs> Um, Wednesday and Saturday cards and then review both of them the following Monday hopefully yeah. that's the plan we're going to try and keep busy as well because we want you guys to get some stuff to listen to during you know lockdown you guys will all be bored without your inside the cage fix so yeah. we need to get that out um, anything else? Um, the other thing would be there is another two events been announced for after that um, it's fight night one seven five been announced. There's no headliner as such on it. That will be at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. That is a definite hundred percent. That will what is be the back. UFC Apex. Is that like the training center? It's the training center in Nevada, I in Las Vegas. But they've got within the Apex, they've got their own studio. They've got their own everything. Basically, it's, I think that's where the host. Um, it's the last couple of seasons of Ultimate Fighter or something. Right. Aye, 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 aye. So basically, they're holding it in the Ultimate Fighter fucking arena. Basically, is what they're doing it. Um, so apparently May 23rd UFC Fight Night 175 will be held in Las Vegas um, the only fights that have been announced for that so far Tyron Woodley Gilbert Burns I think that's got to be fucking tremendous 
Kenzie Dern versus Anna Cyphers and Clidson Abreu versus Jamal Hill. That's, that's the only things I could find so far that were announced for that. So well, that should be to, decent. Closer to the time there'll be more announced. That means we can get a wee chat about it. But... Yeah, definitely. Um, no other thing that announced was the only title fight that's been announced so far apart for this weekend. Um, New Year's versus Felicia Spencer. So this was supposed to be Sao Paulo, wasn't it? This Paulo? Yeah, 250 was supposed to be Sao Paulo, yeah. Yeah, so it was supposed to be in Sao Paulo, wasn't it? Uh, that fight aye. was? Yeah, 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 yeah. On May the 9th, yeah. Aye, so um, that's been changed to this event. No location for this event at this moment in time. It just says to be TBD, United States. My guess would be it'd be in the Apex. I can't imagine the UFC would take it anywhere else. So they get back in the Apex holding events. They were in the Apex holding events, so... Yeah. Bye. Oh, that's pretty much it. It's been pretty quiet apart from the UFC, just making other noise as usual. Big Dana just kicking up fuck. Usual. So, yep. Cool. Right. Well, we'll hopefully be back next week, next Monday, hopefully, um, ish, and with a review of two four nine. Buzzing to watch it. Cannot wait. So tune in for that. Um, and then, as I say, we'll do them as and when, probably every week again. Just now, short term, see what's happening. If things slow down again with UFC or MMA, then we'll slow down as well, guys. But for now, we are temporarily back. So thanks for listening, as always, and we will catch you next week.